NFL trainers and Pokemon enthusiasts. Introducing Go Battlecast, your weekly fix for all things Pokemon Go and Pokemon. Get the unfiltered, raw truth on the game, culture, and community. So, let the battle begin. Here are your hosts, Zach Duarte and Dominic Zingali. And we're back for another episode of the Go Battlecast podcast, episode 018. I hate saying it that way, Dom, but you forced me to. Um, because that's how you write the show notes and podcast descriptions. So episode 18 and joining us today, I, I know that you're you're really excited for this episode and I am too because we got uh, we got double trouble today. Prepare for trouble. Make it double. It's Shrady and Jeeves. I don't know what rhymes with Jeeves, so I don't know what else to put there, but we've got Shrady and Jeeves on the Go Battlecast podcast today. This is going to be a fun episode because um, we're going to get into some serious stuff. We're going to get into some shenanigans. Shenanigans is my favorite word, by the way. I don't know if you guys have noticed that. No, 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 no. It's, 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 I use it as well a lot. Yeah, no, no. His favorite word is underwhelming. Well, that's because Pokemon Go is <laughs> underwhelming a lot, you know? It's not, yeah, yeah. It's not oh, my yeah. fault. Um, Shrady and Jeeves, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. And how are... How are the both of you doing? How are you guys? We're doing great, and we really appreciate you having us on. Yeah, we really do. I would say today has been a little bit better than most, actually. Yeah, I agree. Anything in particular? Anything in particular? Oh, go Battlecast, of course. Well, of, of course, course. we've yeah. been excited for the podcast. You know, yep. we got a a new editing software I got to play around with today, so that was fun. You guys are making moves. I'm excited for that video. She got uh, we we got Adobe Premiere Pro, which is like a huge upgrade from what we were using. And some of the effects that she put on there, I was like, uh, we have leveled up. <laughs> wow. That's no. Yeah, it's an, it's an awesome program. What were you guys using before? Power, Power Director. Director. 365. Ooh, I don't even know that, but this, yeah, <laughs> I'm going this. to assume it was a huge upgrade. <laughs> yeah. Um. So for people who don't know Shrady and Jeeves, first of all, shame on you. Or if you check the show sheet, according to Dom, we're talking to Shady today, not Shrady. Yep. Uh, you can check. <laughs> You can check out Shrady. Uh, he's got a couple of YouTube channels. His Pokemon Go channel on YouTube, Shrady Pogo, and I know you have Shrady Gaming as well, um, which you do yes. other 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 gaming as well. Because you do this full time, right, Shrady? This is your your job is is YouTube and content creation, if I'm not mistaken. Correct? Yep. Uh, currently, that's what I'm trying to build as much as I possibly can. And I think Jeeves and I are even looking into starting a commentary channel as well. Awesome. Yeah, I've already got it set up. We just, and I think we've got our uh, first video planned out for that and everything. Awesome, yep. awesome. So you guys are just all over the content creation, which is great. You can check uh, Shrady out on YouTube as I'm sorry, on Twitter as well, at ShradyYT on Twitter. So, you know, just to, just so people get a feel of of Shrady and Jeeves, what is your experience not only with Pokemon Go but with the Pokemon RPG games? Like, for example, Dom has played, I believe, Gen One, and then didn't play again till Gen Seven. Whenever Sun and Sun Moon, and, Moon and and you're now now you're streaming uh, Diamond on on Twitch. I've played them all, um, but what's your guys' experience with Pokemon Go? When did you start playing the game, and and also the RPG games? Like, tell us your Pokemon journey. Well, I started playing in Gen 1. I remember when I was, oh God, uh, 
don't remember the year it came out. I believe it was in the 90s, but I got Pokemon Blue. And I played that game nonstop for weeks and weeks on end. And <laughs> I beat it like so many different times. And uh, I continued that. I played uh, uh, Gold after that. And then I think I took a break. And I came back when Game Boy Advance came out, played Pokemon Ruby. And then after that, it, it, it was a, a while before I... Um, played again, but I was definitely a huge Pokemon fan as a kid. Collected the cards, did all that kind of stuff, and um, always loved Pokemon. It was always something that I loved. Even when I wasn't playing in the games, like, I, I wanted to. I just didn't always have the money for, like, 3DS and that kind of thing. Yeah, and um, for me, it was definitely when I was a little kid, I had a one of those purple tran- translucent Game Boy Advances, so I got um, Pokemon Silver, and I played another one later on. I can't, re- I can never remember which Pokemon it was, but it had Suicune on the cover. And um, those are the only two I played up until Pokemon Go. Like, I played the card game a little bit. Um, but yeah, when Pokemon Go came out, I jumped all over that and then was playing it pretty much ever since. Are you guys day one players or did you jump in the middle of the game? Like what is your journey with the with with Pokemon Go basically? Uh for me it was day one. Hell I yeah. I did heck yeah. And <laughs> I, I did I did at one point get a phone that apparently Pokemon Go was not supported on, so I had to take a big break there. But a couple but, of years, right? Yeah, it was a couple of years. But then when I hopped back in, um it was like it was like I never left, man. I got addicted immediately. And so I had to drag him into it. You know, once we met, I was like, you got to play this game. <laughs> yeah, and I, I already knew about Pokemon Go. I remember um, I was in, I believe I was in the hospital. And I, I won't go into the story, but I was I was in the ICU. And I remember my sibling came in and they were like, hey, have you heard of this new game, Pokemon Go? And I was like, no, but I'll try it out. And I downloaded it and... I was stuck in a hospital bed, so like I couldn't really play it. Uh, I think that was before Incense and all that. So I was like, yeah, never mind. And I just never played it again until I met her in, oh God, what year was that? 2018? Uh, what year is it now? 2022, <laughs> yeah. Tw- yeah, 2018, 2017. Yeah, 2018, I think. And then, uh, so I, we started playing and... Honestly, like it was it was between Pokemon Go and Dark Souls 3 that helped us bond our relationship together because we had like a long distance relationship for a while. So um, when we saw each other, we'd play Pokemon Go. And then when we when we were away from each other, uh, we played Dark Souls 3 online with each other. PvP, baby. And I taught him everything he knows. Let me ask this then. I just turned 35 and it's very well documented on this podcast that I had, it was first of all, it was a surprise birthday party by my girlfriend, but it was Pokemon themed. Uh, will be will, will we be having a Pokemon themed wedding? I mean, to be honest, I wouldn't <laughs> hate it. I wouldn't hate it either, to be honest. Uh, yeah. I feel like there's got to be something Pokemon related in the wedding. It doesn't have to be themed, but maybe some like Snorlax plushies in the background or something. I don't know, you know? Yeah, Just, yeah. Or maybe like the wedding gifts we could give out like... You know, flower girl dresses Rosalia throwing petals. That would be awesome. (laughs) And you could give gifts or people can give you gifts 
in the same design as gifts in the game. We could do a, we could do a yeah. whole episode on this, by the way. Yeah, we can. Definitely for sure. <laughs> why not? Why not have a Snorlax uh, wedding cake? He can be laying down. You guys are just, uh, you know, right there just standing oh, right on top. Yeah, that's actually that a good idea. That would be cute. That's actually a good idea. Listen, we got some good ideas for the Shrady Jeeves wedding on the Go Battlecast <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's that sounds pretty cool. How uh, you guys got together as far as uh, the game goes? Uh, it's, it was the same thing, you know, with me personally, with with my family members. Uh, they were always pushing me so so hard to to get into the game, and I think it just pushed comes to shove. I, I tried it out, and and I loved it as well too. I mean, at least it got me more of that appreciation coming back into loving Pokemon again. Especially with GBL, yeah. but right. but you know GBL is just a whole other topic. But at least that's what's been keeping me in in this game right now is is the love and hate between just that alone. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Same yeah. here. Because uh, I remember we. I mean, when I started playing, it was before GBL came out. And I remember when GBL came out, and that was like it. T- it took me to the next level because I've never been like a big PvP thing or big PvP fan other than in Dark Souls. Um, just cause I, I have a lot of anxiety and like fighting real people, uh, gives me anxiety. So it gave me anxiety for a really long time, but it gave me like, I get all that good dopamine when I would win, you know, so <laughs> I kept yeah. playing and, uh, I just, I kept getting better and I started seeing content creators like Zionic and Pogo King pop up and, um, yeah, I kind of just... It kept going. I just, I never lost interest in it. Even even today, even though the state of the game is on and off pretty poor and they don't seem to like fix the bugs that need to be fixed, I still, like you said, I have this love-hate relationship with the game where it's a very well-designed game, like the concept anyway, but then when it comes to like them fixing things that need to be fixed that's the biggest issue esports ready right yeah oh my god yeah he actually he got me into uh gbl because i remember when it came out because i have extreme anxiety for pvp other than in dark souls where i'm a freaking god but (laughs) when it came to pokemon go pvp i was very nervous about trying it out and he actually got me into it and now i'm on my second break from it because of all the rage and anxiety it gave me. Well, let me ask you this. Um, you obviously talked, Shrady, about building the channel there and, and the other content creators that you saw doing what you do now, but before you. And I think the reason why people have gravitated to, to, to your channel, especially me, I started watching you early on, was because you, you you just have a fun time with your videos. You 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 make fun of the names, mispronounce the words. You know you're doing it on purpose. And look, I'm not gonna lie; it's annoying as hell when you that's <laughs> some of these things. That you, but but you know, it, but it, it's the Shrady, I know it is. It's the Shrady brand. Like that's just who Shrady is, and that's why you're a different channel. So I don't know. Just talk about like the introduction of that. And I don't even know the proper phrasing for this. But it, if you watch Shrady's channel, you know what I'm talking about. And if you don't, then you you fucking must go do it right now. Um, just the way that you have you. You, you have fun with your channel, it, it's different than the other content creators. I, I would say now it's more of a common thing. Home Slice Henry has fun. There are some other mm-hmm. content creators that had fu- have fun with their channel. But you were the first one to just like, fuck it. I'm going to do whatever I want on this video. I'm not, I'm not just going to do a shoutcast battle of this video, which is what it was, but I would say, prior to the Shrady generation of YouTubers. So just talk about the genesis of the channel and you having fun with it. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I remember when I first started, um, 
I I've always like I always had this dream of being a content creator, but like because of mental health issues, like especially depression, I I always just convinced myself that like that's just a dream. It's it's never going to become a reality. Blah 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 blah. And Jeeves was the one who pushed me to do it. She's like, you can do this. I know you can do this. You're funny. You know, you, you have a unique style and I think people will really like it. And I have like very low self is low, uh, very low self-esteem. So her being able to push me to like actually try that was what got me started in it. And what I noticed in content creators at the time, like all they were doing was shoutcasting battles or shoutcasting their own battles. Mm -hmm. yep. There's not really any editing involved. It was just like, here's the Pokemon I use, strong team, you know, here's the battles. And that was the video. <laughs> and I've watched content creators for a very long time. Uh, so I took a lot of inspiration from like, uh, Call Me Kevin, Jacksepticeye, Markiplier, uh, you know, the big names out there. And I looked at the Pokemon Go Battle League YouTube scene and I was like, I think I can do better than that. You know, I, I think I, I can put some editing into the videos. I can try to make it funny. And it took me a while to get like where I am now, you know, where I'm comfortable in front of a camera. Obviously, like when you first start, it's super awkward. But the more I did it, uh, the more I realized, like, I could do whatever I want. I could just make this goofy as hell, you know. And when I saw, I started seeing, you know, people in the comments that were uh, very positive comments. And it really, like, kept me going. And believe it or not, Home Slice Henry uh, and I became friends when I had, like, 100 subscribers or something like that. Mm -hmm. And he, he had, like, 20 subscribers. And he found me through Reddit. And, like, we became friends ever since then. And so uh, it's really cool to see Home Slice Henry's channel blowing up now as well. Yeah, because very proud of him. Yeah, we are. We really are. And I think also, um, because I remember when you first started, it was very, you were very nervous in front of the camera. Oh, yeah. You were very nervous. It was very hard for you to do a lot of things. But I think, like, I remember telling you to stop focusing on what other people are going to think about it. Yeah, that's a good piece of advice. <laughs> and like, I really think you took that advice to heart because like that was the thing. He was so worried about what other people were going to think of him. And I just said, you know, just be yourself. Screw what other people are going to think, you know, just be yourself. And and he really came into that. And I'm so proud of him for everything he's done. Thank you. Yeah. And, and it was like I, uh, you know, most of my life, I I just tried to fit in and just you know, fit the mold and try not to be noticed. But deep down, I have this goofy personality that really only Jeeves got to see. And so from her encouraging me to just be myself, it really almost helped me find out that I was funny. Like, I never thought I was funny. I really didn't. Um, and, and another thing, let me, I'm sorry, I just want to interject here for oh, a second. Ahead. He is so much funnier in real life. Like his <laughs> videos are funny, but he is so much funnier in real life. He cracks me <laughs> up. Yeah, that's an awesome thing. And I think I'm, I'm realizing that more and more when doing all this content creation, because I'm also going through that same journey as well too you know it's it's not easy and i always try to advise everyone that if you're going to start doing this content creation work or anything that's going to just be online constantly talking showing face you know editing all that other fun jazz it's you know you gotta be yourself and i completely completely agree and i think what the coolest part is is the fact that 
the Pokemon Go community, from all the different content creators and streamers, big and small, it seems like that is the common denominator that I just truly appreciate. And what I see the most is that it seems like everyone has their own personality. Some are funny, some are more strategic, and some are more calm. Some are just want to go cursing hell, um, and, and it's just all over the place. But you can find like a couple people at least just to you know, join and, and fit your style that you want as far as content goes for Pokemon. And and I, I truly love it. And I, I've seen your content grow as well, too, because I started doing a little bit of the YouTube stuff. I think it was like 2020 or something like that. And um, it took me some time to, to get used to it a little bit. But I've seen, you know, your content since 2020 and then how it is now. And I, I've been loving it more. Mm. And I can see how you've been more relaxed, more yourself. And, and I'm, I'm appreciating that a lot. And of course, you know, the spice and all the was it Azumaru Bomb Bomberol? Uh, the names I don't even remember how you say it, but it's it's funny. Shrady, I, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong. And I'm I'm follically challenged, like I'm bald. Correct me if I'm wrong, but <laughs> the moment that you took your hat off is when you started to feel more yourself in front of the camera. Cause you just let it go. Oh yeah. Man. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could tell. I could tell. Cause I'm a bald man. I, I I'm a bald man. I shaved my head. I started shaving in my early twenties. And I could tell how liberated you felt. I saw the yeah. I saw the look in your face, man. I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I um, I love the hat. I've always worn like similar hats to that, and uh, I thought it would be good as a brand to be like, you know, no, not really many Something people. Yeah, exactly. It's recognizable. And I, I was a hippie through most of my life, so I have all these hippie pins and that kind of thing that I'd put on the hat. And uh, I just kept a hat on for a really long time. Um, also, like, all of the men in my family went bald, like, very early on. And my hairline is receding, but I'm not bald. And I, it was funny because so many people thought I was bald. And then when I took the hat off for the first time, <laughs> I got so many messages that were like, dude, you have hair? <laughs> I mean, like, like, if I let my hair grow in, you know, you could tell that it's not growing on top. I have that cul-de-sac look like around the head, you know, <laughs> but I shave it on purpose. You know, I, I get a razor yeah. every couple of days and shave it, but I could, I could tell. And as someone follically challenged, I knew that you felt liberated that day. I'm like this, he's oh, a new absolutely. man. He's a new man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think now eventually. He does it on his uh, stream for donos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. Uh, but yeah, I think eventually the hat will probably you know, disappear or maybe not show up in every video. Uh, but I, I really like it. So it's kind of hard to like let go of it. You no, know? no, I just, I, I could tell, I, I could tell that, that from that day on, because Jeeves is talking about this kind of change in your personality on the channel. And I'm telling mm -hmm. you that that's when I noticed it is when the first time you took your hat and you put it on YouTube too, because I don't watch Twitch too much. I watch YouTube. Yeah. And you put it on YouTube and I was like, well, Fuck me. There he is. He's a free man. He's a free man. There he is, man. I uh, love it. I love it. Uh, again, make sure to go check out uh, Shrady on YouTube. Two YouTube channels and a third one coming up. Shrady Pogo for the Pokemon Go content and Shrady Gaming for uh, other gaming content as well. A um, couple of in-game events that I just want to touch on real quick. We had Go Battle Day yesterday. It was a fucking terrible idea to have a Go Battle yeah. Day with Master League only. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. I yeah. cannot agree with you more. Let's <laughs> let's go over our experiences. I 
I, first of all, I have not been playing Master League for the for the two. I've I've been a, a legend ranked since season three, and I am not doing Master League because I don't have any Pokemon built for it. So mm-hmm. I I built a few, and I and here's the thing about me, Shady and Jesus. I try to do something different. So I tried to use Rayquaza. Oh my god. Oh no. <laughs> That's probably the worst dragon to use in Master League. <laughs> I I, uh, I ran. Uh, no. I loved the Shrady Heatran video. You did a, you did a Heatran video, right, Shrady? That was you? Um, I think at one point I did, yeah, but yeah. I don't think I, I don't have a Heatran build myself. It I think yeah, I think uh, I don't think it was this season. I think it was before. And uh, I, I built a Heatran. I have a good one. I built a Lugia. I have a good one. And I'm like, all right, what can I do to make this different? I ran a Rayquaza. And my first set, I hit 4-1. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm onto something. And then I tanked 200 points the rest of the day. Oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, that sounds about right. You know, I spent all that Stardust. I probably gained back a tenth of it, and I lost 200 points. So it's a terrible go battle day for me, but whatever, man. Yeah, I didn't even participate um, just because, I, again, like... I, I've been taking kind of a break for the past like week and a half, maybe two half. weeks. I don't know. If you like, was it Holiday Cup recently was the one you participated in? Yeah, Holiday Cup. I was having a lot of fun with Holiday Cup. Yeah. Um, but the when Go Battle Day came around, I was like, it's just Master League. And legitimately, I have like, I think I have a Mewtwo, a Groudon, a Garchomp, and a Rhyperior. I have a Garchomp and a Metagross. Like my team's not even fully built. Actually, yeah, I got a Metagross too, but I just, I just have never had fun with the Master League, like, ever. And I think the reason is, is because when I first started my channel, this was before, like, Ultra League Premier Cup, and I refused to build legendaries. I just wanted to counter the meta in the Ultra League. So, like, my very first video, I used Stoutland. Oh, I love Stoutland. Um, oh, my God. I Ice Fang or Thunder Fang or Fire Fang, right? Uh, I think I was using Lick oh, okay. and Crunch and Wild Charge. Yes, yes. And uh, but, um, two, two moves it doesn't get stab on, so it does not perform very well. <laughs> right, right. right, right. But, but it does work very well up against like Cresselia and Giratina Altered. And so like I kind of built my channel off of Anti-Meta. And so when Master League came around, I tried to do stuff and I just there's there's no anti-meta I mean you can try to run anti-meta but it's it just never ends up working up for that long you know so it's never been my favorite thing and I was like I could just do this and I'll lose a bunch of ELO but I'll get a bunch of stardust and I was like nah Plus, uh, Jeeves and I had a date that day, so uh, it was much more fun. Well than planned, by you too. Stardust. Well planned. Yeah, yeah, really well planned. I've always found the Master League like very boring, very boring. Extremely I'm boring. Extremely boring. Like, you know, I've tried Master League, like Ultra League, and Little Cups are my sweet spots. Like, that's where I have the most fun. Is like Ultra League and any cup under five hundred CP, like. I agree. But meta, I've never had a full Master League team because I just can't build it. Yeah, I have uh, I've been noting to Dom in the last few community days, I've not only been trying to uh catch a Pokémon on that community day for a Great League, Ultra League, Master League, but also Little Cups. I've been trying to do that more now also. Right. Um Dom, yeah. your your 
you had a good experience, right? Because you're you're a meta fuck, you know. You're a you're a meta guy. So <laughs> I don't know if I would go to the extent of meta guy, but yeah, no. I, I mean, well, Master League is my favorite league. So yeah, I had a heyday. Um, I did 21 sets, so yeah. I know quite a few people who uh, prefer the Master League, and I understand why a lot of people prefer the Master League because. The meta is usually rather predictable. Mm -hmm. And so if you're in it just to gain ELO, then there's a lot of strategies you can utilize in order to to gain a lot of ELO because you can kind of expect what people are going to be running. And you, you can read people's teams a lot easier since the meta is more condensed. Yeah, that's true. It's but it's very true. When it comes to the Great League, like, you know, you, you could run up against... You run anything. Yeah, almost you anything. You have no idea. Yeah. But the crazy part was this time around because uh, Zacian was was such a, a big Pokemon this time around. So many people oh, started yeah. to got really creative with teams. And I think this time around for Master League, there was just a lot of unpredictable teams. And it threw me for a loop. Really? Completely disagree. Yeah. No, it, it, it threw me for a loop. I mean, it's it's... But for what it was, I mean, like you said, Shady, it's just the fact that there's a strategy behind Master League, and that's what I just love about Master League so much. The, the meta is, is narrow enough. Yes, there's some stuff that's pretty predictable, but I think this time around there was a lot of a surprise factor. And uh, I mean, I, I, I went up to uh, 2,800, I think, was the highest I was at. Oh, nice. Yeah. I hope you dropped. That's a really good ELO. I hope you dropped, you metafuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played I played on Sunday and, and I dropped 50 ELO, so I'm 2750. I'm just but, kidding, man. I don't but, really miss it. But no, I mean, I have fun with it. I mean, besides like the, the, the bugs and the issues that have been going on the past couple of days, it, it, some of it was out of aggravation, but I just love Master League. I mean... Shrady, let me ask you this. Uh, do do people enjoy your videos more when it's meta-based or it's spice-based? Uh, so actually, it used to be the spicier the Pokemon that was in the thumbnail, the more views I would get. But within the past like six months, it doesn't matter how spicy the Pokemon is or how spicy the team is or how crazy the team is. If I post a video where I say, I went 23 and 2 with this team, that video is always performing better. So I think the 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 people who are watching YouTube now have kind of like gotten over the spice for the most part. Like there's still a lot of people who enjoy spice more, but um, I think the the crowd who watches GBL content now is more looking for uh, meta teams that they can use to grind rank. Right, and I think the reason for that is is actually because, um, you know, there are people out there, anyone who's already got a high rank, they want to get on the leaderboards. That's what they want. And anyone who's in a low rank, they just, they don't want to get walled by people who have been playing the game for long, you know, for a long time. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and know, you know, all the stats, all the metas, uh, meta teams and stuff. Most of the time... Like, I know people who are just beginning. Like, I've known there have been people who are just now starting in GBL and they get their butt kicked because... Yeah, it's so hard people. to start out nowadays because, like, right. everybody's already leagues ahead of them, you know? Right, because, and that's why they want to search for these meta teams. They right. want to hurry up and get in there. Right. Chiefs brought up one time that uh, maybe we should start a series of, like... Um, Two videos. Yeah, like how to, you know, 
get into like if you're a very like a brand new player like how to get into it what pokemon to build you know that kind of stuff and i think that might help a lot of people who are wanting to get into go battle league but they're finding it extremely difficult um just because they keep going up against you know azumarill and you know defense deoxys that kind of stuff and so and they and they don't have those pokemon so i i think what's led to the shift in your views also is probably that they've given go battle league a purpose with the world championships and they've given legend yeah. rank meaning now so people are trying to to get to that legend rank uh and yeah. you know specifically in master league uh you got to run meta you gotta run meta to get there. Now you don't have yeah. to necessarily do that in Great League or Ultra League, but uh, I th- I think that's that could be an ex- explanation in the shift in your in your viewers. Yeah. 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 Definitely. All right. So upcoming, something I'm I'm very much looking forward to is the Sinnoh Cup. We got Great League back tomorrow. Sinnoh Cup. I yeah. finally, 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 finally got a lucky friend that has a shiny Bonsley. Oh, yeah. They traded it oh, to nice. me. I built it. It is a motherfucking beast. All right. Hell yeah. Oh, man. Now, I know as soon as I get up like a Lucario, I'm fucked, you know. <laughs> it, uh, it seems like a very rock, paper, scissors, uh, rock, paper, scissors meta. Uh, if you're unfamiliar, yeah. the Sinnoh Cup, it'll run from the 10th to the 24th. Great League format, 1,500 CP and lower. Pokedex numbers, 387 to 493. So you have a much condensed meta, 107 Pokemon. And when you have 107 Pokemon, you're going to run into rock, paper, scissors. You're just going to get hard oh, yeah. encountered. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just you're bound to for sure. Rock, paper, scissors is my brand. Like, that's my kind of team right there. I it really is. She loves it. I love rock, paper, scissors. So you just love hard countering people. You're like, ha ha, you can't run anywhere, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's exactly it, pretty much. Um, uh, Do we have any, like, here's my thought. I've, I've been, the last week, because I haven't been doing GBL, I've been doing practice battles. You've seen me in our group chat. Yo, anybody want to run practice? And, like, nobody responds. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> nobody responds. This is a very chatty local group oh, we have. No. And it's just crickets every time. Um, but our, our friend oh, Peter no. has, has run a lot of battles with me. I think I'm going to run, and I could, you know, the, the I think the number one Pokemon on PV Poke is Gastrodon, which I'm... Yeah, it's, actually, um, Luc- it's actually Lucario. Lucario, Lucario one, and, then, I, and then Gastrodon, I, right? Or something like that? Yeah. Uh, Lucario, Bastiodon, Pachirisu for some reason, and then Gastrodon. Okay. But I do think Gastrodon is going to be like the most popular Pokemon to run. See, I was thinking the opposite. And, and maybe, you know, it's just, I, I don't really know. I'm thinking a lot of people don't have one built and don't have one ready for this. So I'm going to yeah. chance it. I'm going to chance it. I, I can get back to Shreddy tomorrow. I'm going to run my Bonsley lead double poison in the back. I think I'm going to run Ooh, okay. yeah, Drapion, Toxic Dra- Drapion and Skuntank. Yep. Ooh, Skuntank. Yeah. I almost built one for this exact uh, cup, actually. Now, Toxic Grow could work, um, but I think I, I'm, I think ABB, you have a better shot here than just... Because if it's Toxic Grow, oh, you, yeah. you could get Rock, Paper, Scissors to death. Um, at least right. if, yeah. you, if you safe swap one of the poisons, you bring out the ground... You know, you, right. you, I, I try to take it out as, as best I can. Bonsley will come... Bonsley's thick. It's a thick little tree, man. Um, Is it really? It's thick, yeah. It? It can, I, I had, listen, I, I've been practicing for the last week. I'm like, yo, opponent, 
I'm going to let you throw a charge move. I need to see what this is going to do. And it, it, it lives a charge move. All right. Oh, nice. It's actually crazy. I, I didn't expect crazy. that because I've used yeah. Sudowoodo before and it's it's pretty glassy. You know, Shreddy, I, I do some some good content stuff. You know, Dom's done some of my videos. I've sent you some, but it never gets reviewed. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> um, what are we thinking? Are, do we have any teams ready for this? I mean, are you doing, uh, are you guys doing uh, Sinnoh Cup or just going to do Great League or what are we thinking here for the next two weeks? Uh, wow. Yeah, no, we're doing the Sinnoh Cup for sure. Um, and Shreddy actually um, streamed on Friday, was it? Friday and mm -hmm. we built a bunch of yeah I saw that video. Mm -hmm. teams yeah. yeah it was it was mostly Jeeves who built the teams by the way and and this is also we should preface this that Jeeves hasn't played Go Battle League in over a year mm -hmm. yeah something like that well uh, I actually don't remember to be honest it's been a pretty long time though. it's been a long time and she built these teams using PV Poke and I built some teams as well and all of her teams outperformed. The teams that I built. <laughs> dun dun dun. I mean, rock paper scissors. It's it's my place. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, I'm looking forward to some uh, great Sino Cup videos from you, Shreddy. Dom, are you gonna are you gonna play Sino Cup or are you gonna be a bitch? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, this is the guy. This is the meta I'm, guy in Master I'm, League. I'm so. on I'm on the fence because oh, I want I want to hit legends. No, no, no. I want I want to hit legend, but I don't know if I want to do doing Sino or go Great League and then go Sino after I hit legend. So I don't know. All right, all right. Uh, I think the the catch yeah, whatever's is, easier for you. Well, yeah. the, the 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 catch is I've been realizing that a lot of the meta Pokemon in Sino it's very dust and candy, like heavy. Like if you looked at um, Lavum is seventy five. Uh, Thousand Stardust to power up, so you can be bur you could be burning uh, your resources yes, rather the second quickly. Second move, yeah, second move. So, oh yeah, just the other day when he was streaming, I built some Sinnoh Cup teams myself, and I had seven hundred thousand dust at the time, yeah. and I think I have four hundred thousand now. Yep. Yep. Yeah, she spent a lot. I yeah. I got lucky. Well, I don't know if this is really luck or just uh, <laughs> time, but I have. Almost everything already built for this cup. I've got, I, I don't think I had to build anything. Um, I just had to change a couple moves on a couple different things, but I have Frostlass, Obama Snow, Gastrodon, Bastidon, Lucario, Magnezone, Shadow Gallade, War Trash Warmer Dam. I literally have basically everything I need for this cup already. So you built, no, you built the Trash Warmer Dam during the stream, actually. Uh, no, that was during the previous stream. Is it XL yeah. Wormadam? Because I have a I have yeah. old school rank one Wormadam. Now it's not rank one. Mine's a, it's not like a rank one or anything, but it is an XL one. All right. There we go. Um, so yeah, look, I'm 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 expecting from you too, Dom, I'm expecting some good uh some good videos in the next few days. And uh, if you need some good content, I will send it to you. All right. That's I will it. send you shiny lucky Bonsley. I'll I'll do that video. I'll do it. I'll do it. <sighs> Um, I ran in the. Uh, I, I will love to check that out. Yeah. I ran in the Holiday Cup, and I never submitted the videos because it was like a 500 team. I ran Dunsparce in the Holiday Cup because Dunsparce has oh, yeah. bites, oh, wow. bites as the fast move, and then uh, I think it had Rock Slide and uh, either Bulldoze or Earth Power. I can't remember. Dig which. or Dig. No, it, it, no, it had a very like powerful charge move. Uh, no, oh, okay. no stabbing like Earthquake or something like that. So uh, yeah, I I I, uh, I had a lot of fun, but this is the reason why I'm at 2200 ELO right now. So <laughs> yeah, I yeah. see. I'm at I'm also at 2200 ELO, and that's just because I have been playing so little this season compared to all the other seasons. 
and I know I say this every season on my channel. I always say, I'm not going to make it to Legend this season. I don't plan on it. I'm not going to grind rank, blah, 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 blah. And then at some point during the season, usually late in the season, I see my ELO and I'm like, I'm actually at 2850. <laughs> you know what? I think it's time to run a meta team. And then I just grind for one day, hit legend. And then what? I'm like, I tweeted out and I'm like, look, guys, I know I said I wasn't going to do it, but I did it again. So <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen this season. It was on Henry's stream. It was go battle day, remember? Yeah. And, and I got didn't... to legend that night. I did not expect to be able to do that either. That was the thing. Because I was just having fun. And then I just kept winning. And I was like, um, I'm I'm close to legend. <laughs> yeah. But like really the important we think the important thing isn't even like the elo, the ELO or the rank. We definitely think the most important thing is to just have fun with mm -hmm. the game. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. If you're not having fun, then you know, why play, you know? Uh, that's something I promote on my channel constantly because I know that the game can be very frustrating at, uh, at times, whether it's, you know, you're getting hard countered or you're losing to lag or glitches or stuff like that. And um, I remember Zionic said something a long time ago that kind of like really resonated with me. I mean, this is like last, like a year and a half ago. He said, uh, I'm going to take my sets slow. You know, I'm going to I'm going to do like one or two sets a day. And if I have a one in four set, then I'm just going to call it and that'll be the end of the day and I'll come back at it the next day. And that really resonated with me because I noticed if I start like losing a bunch, I'll get frustrated. Mm -hmm. And the more frustrated I get, the more I start to lose. Mm -hmm. And so I always promote on my channel. If you're not having fun with the game, take take the day off. Come back at it tomorrow, you know? See, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. And I'm really bad at that. Like, I'm stubborn. <laughs> Very stubborn. Very <laughs> stubborn. And no matter Watch how ra raged I get, I will continue to battle myself into the dirt. So, <laughs> you know, it just affects me. It affects my self-esteem. It affects my mental health. I just, sometimes you just got to take a break. Yeah, and I think that's why I haven't played in a year is because the last time I just raged myself out of interest for the game. Let me let me let me present to you this scenario. Let me present to you to this scenario because I know that uh, something important to both of you is is mental health. And let me let me come at it to you this way. And Dom and I have spoke about this before, where we've heard that strategy, and I I don't necessarily. It's not that I don't I don't think it works. I don't believe in that strategy because for me. Pokemon Go in and of itself is fun, and I have a good time even when I'm losing. Um, and I, I'm not saying yeah. that I'm not saying that everybody should do that. I'm saying why I right, right. why I don't stop if I have an 05. I stopped after Go Battle Day after 50 battles, but that still took two or three hours, you know. And I lost 200 yeah. points, but I had fun because I was trying to be different. For me, oh yeah, and that's yeah. again like that's that was uh, something again that I promote on my channel is like if you're losing, like I remember talking about like running like the spiciest teams possible, and I'd be like, look, I went <laughs> six two, and nineteen, and <laughs> yeah, like I, I went two and twenty three today, but those <laughs> two wins made me feel so good that yeah. I don't even care that I lost that much, yes. you know? Yes, have fun with it. Preach. You know, like anytime you use like focus blast or anything, even if you don't win, landing that focus blast is so much fun. So who cares, right? Oh yeah, as I love landing those focus fun. blasts. I don't know what move focus blast is, but I know what move. <laughs> 
Monkey Splash this. <laughs> I had to give an homage. I had to give an homage to the straight shot. And, I, and I, I just want you to know, Jeeves, I'm totally fine after doing that. <laughs> That's how you know I'm a big fan. That's how you know I'm a big I'm fan. A, yeah, I'm always worried about that. He used to do it. And, he, and then he'd turn to me and say, honey, I'm seeing spots. And I'd be like, please stop. Every Don't time. Do that oh, my God. Literally every time. That was the first time I've ever done that. And yeah. I, I freaking loved it. That was fun. I might, do, I might do that again. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so look, I, I know that because, because, and we're gonna dive more into this throughout the episode as well. It, like for me, playing Pokemon Go is my mental release from from life mm-hmm. because, I, not not that my life is bad or anything. It's just you know me, Dom. I'm on the go. I have I have things all day. I'm starting school again tomorrow for another year. It, it's just like my release from life is Pokemon Go. I've been playing it since day one. It's why I love the game. I love connecting with the community. It's what brought Dom and I together. It's what made me reach out to you, Shrady. It's just these conversations about the game. And it's like I... And I'm so much looking forward to this conversation that we're going to have because for me, the game is my, my release from everything else. It is my break from reality. It is my way to... If I'm having a bad day, fuck it. I'll play Pokemon Go and I'll beat somebody with... Focus blast or whatever. So yeah, like I, I I know that you're you're big into and you and Jeeves are are very uh, a very important topic to you is mental health. So I, just just talk about the game and Pokemon Go and and how it helps or I I I don't know if it necessarily hurts you in certain aspects, but for me, all I want to say is like I the reason why I love this game so much and why I started a podcast is because it it makes me feel better even if I am losing in Go Battle League. Connecting with people and having these experiences and having these conversations like we're having now is why I love this 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 game that's brought us together. Right. And I feel like that's why we love it as well is because the community is so amazing and we've connected Definitely. with so yeah. many, so many great people through Pokemon Go. Um, and also, you know, I think it just depends on where your mental health stands. You know, like you said, you that's your release. You know, that's that helps your mental health. Mm-hmm. Like for someone like me, like it, I would, I would say it would hurt my mental health to play like GBL, you know, like I play Pokemon go all the time. I just don't do GBL because it affects my mental health in a negative way. And, you know, it just, it just depends on where you stand on the issue. Cause like some people, like you said, it's an escape for them. Like I play other games as an escape for myself, you know, I love horror games. That's what I do, you know, to escape from reality for myself. Um, And Pokemon Go is that for some people. But, you know, Mm -hmm. GBL for some people. And I know a lot of our friends are like this as well. The rage and stress and, well, for me personally, self-esteem issues. I haven't heard anyone else talk about the self-esteem issues. But the rage and stress that it brings them to them is not worth it. So they'll take a break from playing Go Battle League. And like, you know, it's just where wherever it, you know, if it helps you, it helps you. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah. And I think um, that is awesome that that's your, you know, your release because I, I've been a gamer my whole life and I've dealt with mental health issues my whole life. And so games have always been my way to kind of just 
forget about everything that's bothering me and just kind of delve into another world. You know, I, I loved RPGs when I was a kid and I never stopped loving RPGs. I mean, it's escapism and, is what it is. Yeah, it is. And it's, a, and, and that can be unhealthy if it's, you know, overused, obviously, but for the most part, games has always, games have always been, um, my sanctuary, I guess you could call it. It's a good word. It's a good word. But, uh, but, but go battle league. Um, it's it's one of those games where I have so much fun with it, and occasionally, and and it's like if I lose a game because I made a mistake or I switch into the wrong Pokemon or I just get hard countered and there's nothing I can do about it, like that doesn't bother me. But when I lose a game because yeah, like I just can't throw fast moves and my Pokemon just gets farmed all the way down, like that induces rage in me and i'm not i'm not an angry person i've never been an angry person um and so when i feel that i'm just like oh my god that makes me so mad like this game should be optimized you know they have the money to optimize this game and so that's why i'm constantly on my channel talking about um you know using the hashtag on twitter hashtag niantic fix your game because of so many issues that have been just on their known issues page or on their known bugs page for over a year that they still haven't fixed. Mm-hmm. And and that kind of stuff really, I don't know, it, it affects me in a very negative way. Yeah. So uh, the lag is definitely why I... Correct me if I'm wrong, playing. both of you. Correct me if I'm wrong, though. It's not necessarily that there's certain aspects of the game that don't work. It's that they don't seem to care about yes. how Absolutely. it makes you feel. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, yeah, I just, we feel like they don't prioritize their fan base over the money, generally. Yeah. yeah. That, that's what that's what gets to us, is, mm-hmm. is yep. they don't prioritize their fan base over the money. And, you know, really, unless you start, like, a Twitter hashtag or just, you know, start, like, a rage on Twitter, a riot on Twitter. They they don't listen most of the time. Yeah, and it's weird that they only listen on Twitter. And that was something that we were talking about in the Discord where um, uh, Brandon Tan brought up uh, the big issue about like them decreasing the Pokestop distance. And he made the hashtag, uh, hashtag here is Niantic. And I was like, that's really cool. We got a bigger content creator that's like actually standing up for, you know, like making this game not all about the money and more about like including the community into a game that's cohesive. And then, of course, like the we actually got the the hashtag to number four on trending, which was crazy. And they fixed the Pokestop distance. But me and Chiefs were really angry about that because way before Brandon Tan made that video, we had been spouting this hashtag. Brandon Tan. No, not a Brandon Tan. No, uh, not a Brandon Tan. Yeah. Um, but what we were angry about is that they fixed the Pokestop distance, but they didn't fix anything else. They didn't even address anything else. And so then people stopped using the hashtag and, and just everybody forgot about all the bugs and glitches and, you know, the game not working the way that it should be, you know, the way that they wanted it to work originally when they created it. And so, yeah, and so I'm still kind of spouting this, like, hashtag Niantic fix your game because it's it's still broken, you know? I mean, even on the stream on Friday, while we were just, you know, battling uh, viewers, we were having issues with, you know, missing fast moves. My game froze. Oh, yeah. For, for, my game totally froze. 
in the middle of a battle for I don't even know how long, but by the time it got back to it, you know, two of my Pokemon were basically dead. And Oof. I was like, well, I'm going to lose now. Yeah. yeah. And that's actually uh, the video that I posted. It'll be posted today when this podcast goes live. Um, there's like, you can see an almost, I'd say like maybe like 30% of the battles, there's some kind of missing fast moves or lag or whatever it might be. And there was one battle where I just sat there and watched my Shadow Magnezone get farmed all the way down by Shadow Claws and I couldn't do anything about it. And I was, I mean, I wasn't playing in Go Battle League. It was against, you know, people who were watching the stream. So, you know, it didn't make me that mad, but it was also just like, hey, you know, this is... This is Still what we're broken, about, right? You know, this is what we're talking about because we don't hate the game by any means. Yeah, we love it. We we love the game. It's just you know we want these bugs to be addressed and like fixed. It's one. It's one of the things for sure that they definitely need to work on, and, and I still don't see how this is going to transpire into the World Championships months later. Oh God. I mean, I think there's oh, been so totally many agree. things already talking about like reworking the code and everything else, but I I guess they're doing that because the game is just that much more worse. <laughs> I don't it doesn't make anything right. it doesn't make any sense at all. And even, you know, we were we talked about it and I think everyone has at least seen it days ago with Battle Bill as well too with his video. Like that was probably the worst oh, of yeah. the oh, yeah. worst case of of GBL. Actually, it kind of happened to me uh, yesterday with one of my battles, not to that extent, but it was where, you know, Pokemon were switching in and then different moves were coming in. And granted, like when that happened, I'm like, crap, you know, that's it. Uh, it's going to strike this as an L, but for the sake of, of pure entertainment, I'm going to see how I can fight this through and still win. And I lost by like one tap, but still, I mean, it's just, just to go through those lengths and, and those holes just to jump through just to try to win something knowing like you can right, actually exactly. win it but because all those other things that come to play that stops you from winning it's it's not easy but yeah they definitely need to, we definitely need to start something new well well that, that was where i was going to take this is you know i'm i'm not trying to be the bad guy you are the bad guy but i'm not afraid to to say something that needs to be said and to me it's the blame is not on the content creators it's on the community because as as Strady pointed out, and let me know if I'm wrong or you guys think I'm wrong, we had this ball rolling. Oh yeah, and we had this. Oh yeah, we, we did. We had this. I've been free to play since. If you guys have been playing since day one, they changed the gym system from 100 coins a day to 50, and I said fuck you, and I haven't paid Niantic a dollar except for events like like GoFest and stuff like that. I do not buy anything yeah. without coins earned organically in the game, right. and that's why I have like 16 accounts is because I just. <laughs> raid for free with every account and then trade my myself as a best buddy um but you know just you know if i know you guys have never heard that before but everybody who's heard this podcast knows i have several accounts because i just use the free raid passes every day but to me i yeah, makes sense I, I place the blame on the community because we had this thing rolling and they made one change one change right. and and and, and everybody was like okay cool that's it Bye. Right, like yeah, the only place you're gonna hit Niantic is in the is in the wallet. Pocket. It's in the wallet. In the exactly. wallet, exactly. Exactly, and that's what we've been saying. You know, I we even like while we were doing the hashtag Niantic fix your game thing, we were also doing um, hashtag go free to play and hashtag free to play because mm -hmm. for us we are free to play. Other like you said, sometimes we pay for the events, but. Other than that, we don't pay a dime on this game because, like you said, the only way you're going to hit them in any way that matters is if it affects their money flow. 
Like, that's all they care about at that point, you know? It feels really sleazy the way they go about um, making these changes. And the fact that it took so much, like, backlash for them to just change the Pokestop distance. Like, it took so much for them to do that one little tiny thing. And it's really, like, that's like Jeeves said, like, we've been, like, spouting this, like, hey... Go free to play. Like that is how you're going to get them to fix this game because they are they're not going to respond to just you know hate or 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 criticism that isn't constructive. Exactly. Uh, you have to have constructive criticism, and you have to say, "Look, I'm going free to play until you fix your game." And and then I wanted to also bring up, and I, again, I'm not trying to be the bad guy, but there were a couple of of content creators that up and just quit, and and to me. For for and look, I'm not anybody. I'm not trying to tell people how to live their lives, right? But right. I'm and I'm not going to say specifically who, but there's a couple of them that for years and years and years they benefited off this game and they made money. And I don't know how much money they made, right? But I I've, I've watched a couple of Twitch streams here where people are donating and and subbing, if I'm using the right word there. And when the game got challenging, like it did a few months ago, there was a a, a good slew of content creators that just up and quit. And to me, uh, that's unless it's mental health, unless it's your, completely your mental health, which mm. they did not talk about really. Um, that's not the right message to send either. Like um, leading this movement became difficult because less people cared about it once they changed the the distance radius. Focus on distance. Right. Mm -hmm. So you know, if if you were having a, a bad day or a bad month because you weren't enjoying the game anymore, fine, I get that, but. As, as as content creators and people who built a following and made money off of this game and 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 having other people subscribe to their channel and whatnot, I thought it was the wrong message to send to say, well, they're not listening to us. Fuck it, we're out. You know, I, I'm somebody yeah. that that believes yeah. that you can make a change, you can impact, and we did it. We did it as a community. Mm -hmm. We did it, and we let go of the ropes somehow, some way. And to me, it's it's never going to be what we want it to be until as a community, and I know, Shrady, that I, I, I watch your videos. You say, hashtag Niantic, fix your game, every single video. So at, at, you at least put that message out there. But until the community bands together like they did six months ago and creates a real problem for Niantic, Niantic's just going to continue to placate us. Like, yeah, we hear you. Here's, oh, your, yeah. here's your dev diary about Community Day, which nobody oh, cares about. God. Yeah, Here's yeah. a free raid pass to fix that fucking bug. Pardon me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so upset about that because I would yeah. contact them. I'd be like, hey, you know, this is happening again and again and again. And they're like, oh, well, here's your free, here's your raid pass back. And I'm like, I don't want No, that. no, I, I want, want you to you fix to the fix game. The game, yeah. please. And the hardest part too is, and we're realizing because we talk about it quite a bit on the episode is, you know, not only that their vision is the VR stuff, but most of their other content and everything that they release is always for new players. So, yeah. You know, if people are quitting, your uh, resolution for quitting to make a stance is not making a stance because as long as they bring in a new player that has no issues or ideas of what's going on about the game and uh, right. throw some cool right. stuff in front of you, by all means, you know, you're they're going to push that that art that audience for sure. So the community definitely needs to band together and hit Niantic where it hurts, you know, because like that's the thing, like you said, everybody just you know, dropped it after they fixed the Pokestop distance. And I hear everyone complaining about these bugs, 
You know, I see videos of people raging out because of these bugs, but why can we not come together as a community to, you know, take it make into a change? Yeah. Right. Make yeah. A make change. a change. We've done it before. So and why I can't totally we do it again? You. I know we can make a change. Yeah. I feel like, you know, there's power in numbers and anyone who is passionate about this game and knows how to give constructive criticism to Niantic, like, do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And like, I saw a Toe Tactical video a while ago where he addressed like a lot of the problems with the game. And, you know, he went very technical with it. Like he went into the like, very details of it and he was very constructive with his criticism. And I really appreciated that. But the thing is, it's like, I feel like people watched that video and they were like, yeah, I agree with that. But yeah. That's like, just they didn't do anything about it. The, yeah, just leaving comments on the video like, hey, you're right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, but you like, I don't know. I feel like there just needs to be a larger movement of people who are uprising. Yeah, it's like a revolution. <laughs> I just want you to know that Dom buys that fucking dollar thing on Community Day every, yep. every Community Day. Yep. <laughs> I was waiting for quest. it. I was waiting for it. And, yeah. and that's the other thing too. Like, oh, you know, I, we're not mad at you if you spend your money. I'm mad at you if you spend your money on this game. If you spend money <laughs> on that Johto tour, then I'm spending my one dollar. What are you getting more? Uh, what's the community that feels? Are you getting more yeah. feels now? We're getting, we're getting more. There you go, man. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I just. Uh, I don't know. Why did they even start doing those dollar quests? It's not a bad idea. Like, it's not. I think it's a great yeah. idea. I, I would do it if I wasn't so pissed off at them. Um, because I, it's, yeah. a do- it's a dollar. It's a dollar. Like, it, it can't hurt to spend a. You yep. know what? Today, I drove past. It's 80 degrees in South Florida. I know you guys are up north. I drove mm-hmm. past uh, a kid selling lemonade today. And I didn't even want the lemonade. I just gave him a dollar. I was like, hey, kid, keep the keep the hard work up, bro. You know? And yeah. it, it, like, it's a dollar. I don't mind spending a dollar, but I mind it when it's Niantic because they're fucking assholes. <laughs> and I, it, yes, and, totally exactly. And it's like you said, the, the way that they go about their shady business, and there's so many things we could talk about. The Stardust a couple seasons ago where it was like, oh my God. It was like, yeah. whoa, hold yeah. on a second. We're actually getting less Stardust than we did last season. Right, right. And they tried to slip that past people. Uh, like, no one was going to notice. And thank God for Zionic, actually. Like, yeah. that was the first time I saw him, like, He's not the one really step the map, up to though. the plate. But yeah, he did step up to the plate. I will say that. And he brought attention to it. But who is the one who actually did the math on Oh, uh, some Redditor that did the math. They're like, hey, uh, okay. yeah, I, 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 I feel like somebody... they deserve some credit for bringing it to the forefront, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because, like, they didn't put that in the patch notes. I mean, I think it was in the patch notes, but it was like this little. No, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. They didn't have it in the patch notes at all. No, I don't think so. No, it was way under the radar. Like, yeah, you're going to increase Stardust next season, triple Stardust on this day. And then somebody did the math. It's like, you're getting way less Stardust than you did last season. Like, oh, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, Honestly, you know, sleazy business tactics is what it is. Yep, and that's part of the overall encompassing issues with Niantic is that Exactly. I, I and here's the here's the other thing. I know if you listen to this podcast, I sound like I bitch and moan every episode. But it's because I, oh, man, I because like, I care. I, I care and I want there to be changes to the game. Yeah. And and Oh my god, yes. That is why I got involved with this podcast is 
I don't believe in if you want something to change, you just let it go or you you, you stop fighting. That's like I, I want to be part of the solution. And we want to bring right. content right. creators on and talk about it because the more people talk about it, maybe more people will care and join me in the free to play. <laughs> you know? Right, exactly. right. And that's and like I, I bring it up a lot on my channel and then I think I was bringing up it a little too much. Like I was doing it every video and going on these like long Niantic rants. And uh, I started getting some comments that were like, look, man, like we know, we know you, you can tone it down a little bit. And I was like, yeah, I probably should tone it down just a little bit, but I don't want to ever drop the subject. Yeah, I always want to keep it on the forefront of my viewers' minds that, hey, this game is not fair. The The developers don't really care about you unless you're spending money on them. And if you they want don't to... They care about you if you're spending money on them, as long as you're spending yeah. money on them. Like, right. they, they don't care. They just want the money. Right. And the reason the reason they don't care is because people are spending money. <laughs> exactly. They're, they're saying, yeah. hey, look, there's a 10% portion of the fan base that's not paying. No big deal. <laughs> you know? But right. when, when, right. it, when, it, when right. it was 50% and it was widely known that everybody was doing it, they cared. Yeah. Right. They, they cared. So, yeah, you know, listen, I'm not telling you how to spend your money, but fuck you if you spend it on this game. He's looking right at me. <laughs> I think I think there needs to be another tactic, though. I mean, what we had before was working. I think there needs to be something new, though, um, just to, to shake things up. And definitely having the community together is one thing. And I think having our top content creators doing something, too, in, in support of the cause, I think, is, is the biggest uh -huh. thing. Because I think after having this conversation, too, kind of realized, I think Zionic, for the most part, for a couple of things, even with, like, Battle Bill's video, he shared it, and boom, like, Battle Bill was just yeah. all happy about the 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 attention he was getting but still i think the couple other things that he po pointed out especially with like the the dust issue and a few other things it really started the the ball rolling on youtube and, yeah. and twitter for sure so i think we need to definitely have more of a strat around uh getting something to to move walls and 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 yeah i mean look like there there's definitely more content creators can do but it's up to the community yeah it's up to the community yeah. to act Absolutely. And, and it just seems like the communities just kind of drop the ball because they don't care anymore no, it's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. But it just yeah. seems like most most of the community usually follows whatever the, the top content creators say or do. I do agree with that. I do think that the community just tends to listen to the top mm -hmm. content creators. I've noticed that a lot. Not just with, you know, Pokemon Go, but generally with all of YouTube is, you know, people see like their idols or the people that they respect, you know, in those videos. And it's whatever those people say is taken as gospel sometimes. You know, you know? I, I'm not going to lie. When Zionic made that video, I was like, damn, Niantic, you fucked up. Yep. You fucked yeah, up. Yeah, because Zionic's, <laughs> you know. Oh, I, yeah. I was like, God, if Zionic is saying something, you guys really messed up this time. Yeah. yeah. I was so proud of Zionic for that. Yeah, like, too. Because for the longest time... I, I mean, I, I like Zionic was one of my inspirations for starting the channel as well. Like, I, I really appreciated his content at first. Uh, well, not it's not that I don't anymore, but uh, it just for a while there, while there was a lot of problems going on with Go Battle League, it was he almost just, like he was biting his tongue. Yeah, like he just never addressed it, and I think he just wanted to get on Niantic's good side. And eventually, I think he just got fed up, and he stood up and he was like hey look this is not okay like this is absolutely ridiculous and when he brought up the stardust thing 
I stood up and applauded him. I just oh, gave him applause. You. I was like, thank you, we Zion, both, like, for we real. We were literally both clapping, like actually clapping. Yeah, we so were. Sweet. Well, and I think he's also um, currently taking a break and playing um, Pokemon, Pokemon Unite. Unite. And I, I, can, I can get that to an extent. Um, I Because... You know, I started the gaming channel, and to be completely honest, I would love for my main channel to be the gaming channel, but it's kind of like an unrealistic thing at the moment. It's more of just something I'm doing for fun. Uh, and and the Pokemon thing, if if the game was cohesive and I trusted the developer, then I would have no problem grinding even harder to make my Pokemon Go channel, uh, you know, get more subs and get more views and all that kind of stuff. But it's just, um, I'm yeah, kind of, like you said, I'm, paycheck, to be honest. yeah, and I'm kind of disappointed. Like you, like you guys were talking about, I'm disappointed in the community for, for like, you know, they comment and they're like, yeah, that's a big problem. That really sucks. It happened to me yesterday, but you know, and then they go and drop 20 bucks on incubators or whatever. And well, let, let me ask you this then. Yeah, we do should you, just start a riot on Twitter. Do you think, Shrady, <laughs> that it is the fact that a lot of people care and they're not taking action or is it just that a small portion of the fan base cares and it's not enough to make a dent? I, I think it's like a combination of both things. Um, I think that people are aware of the problems, but a lot of them aren't like hardcore players. So they don't really care that much. Um, and also go battle league is just a small portion of what Pokemon go is. Uh, and so no matter how many people get riled up, like it's say a hundred percent of go battle league players got, you know, they all went free to play. I think that would make a difference, but that's still only a small portion of the total Pokemon go players. Yeah. And so I don't know, it's, it's hard to tell. I really do think that, um, if more people would go free to play and really, if you just go on Twitter and tag Niantic Labs and just say, I'm going free to play, you could even go and spend 10 bucks after that. <laughs> and as long as you're like being vocal about it, like that's enough. You know, they, they need like for some reason they listen to Twitter more than anything else, which is yeah, <laughs> mind blowing. It's baffling. <laughs> yeah. My, my thing is like, I think that people see it and they care, but they don't care enough to do something about it. You know, mm -hmm. like they get mad when it happens to them. Yeah. And then they care. Then they care a lot at that moment in time. Right. But, you know, once that, you know, small bout of rage is over, it's like, uh, I don't really care enough to do anything about it. It's almost it's, like, it's, in my opinion. It's almost like, um, I mean, the way that we've been talking about it, right? And we talked about it before in, in previous podcast episodes was the fact like GBL is not really their, their income revenue as far as, as yeah. money goes. Right. It's almost like you're beating a dead horse and then you're like, all right, we're going to have a, a horse racetrack a couple months and uh, cheer on, let's go, you know? And, and it's like the horse is already right. dead, you know? It's it's hard because the championship is not going to, I don't think it's going to really change so much what's with what's going on. And, and the fact that everything else in Pokemon Go seems to be working pretty well that, you know, it's yeah. it's hard to, to justify making a, a movement. I don't know about again. I mean, I would like to just to change things up, but it's 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 going to take probably double or triple amount of effort that we did this time around than it was before just to right. get things moving forward. Yeah. Well, the, right. the, the way that I look at it is that PvP is the only thing you're striving for in the game, other, other than bragging rights. Like, oh, I have a level 51 
Shundo Mewtwo, it, it doesn't matter. You don't level up in the game because of that, so to say. Right. The only thing that's attainable in this game is legend rank PvP. Mm-hmm. And and yep. in order to do that, you got to raid, you got to hatch, you got to grind, you got to do this. You gotta, those are revenue generating opportunities that I would gladly spend $10 a month on raid passes or incubators if the game worked right. But I refuse to right. say, Niantic, you have neglected this game for two plus years. You have neglected the wishes of maybe maybe it's a small portion of the fan base. I don't know. Maybe it is, but you've neglected that and you just don't give a fuck. You don't care. You don't communicate with us. You don't say we're sorry you, uh, unless your your hands are tied behind your back because the oh, community and is... And even then, even then they didn't say sorry. Yeah, they wouldn't say sorry. They just fixed what they thought the issue was. They said we yeah. heard you. They said we heard you. Yeah, that's it. We heard you. It's like a bad. And, gr- it's like I, a bad I, girlfriend, man. It's like yeah. you know, or, or boyfriend, I, or boy or boyfriend. You know, to, to be politically correct. I do want to say one thing though. Like personally, for me, since I don't play Go Battle League, what is attainable for me in the game is shinies. I have two types of shinies that I like to get, and that is really rare shinies or pink shinies, any kind of pink shiny. But even even that even that Jeeves like there's nothing that you can reach by getting certain shiny like I I know what you're saying and and I I collect certain shinies too but you can't like level up in the game or get a certain pose because you get shinies which is what I'm trying to say is that right. the only thing in G in, in Pokemon Go that you can like win at right is yeah, but- Go Battle League my point is that people will spend money to oh, yeah. collect the oh, Pokemon. Yeah. That was what I was getting at, was that people will spend the money to just collect the Pokemon. I mean, you know, I did it before I went free to play. I did it all the time. I spent loads of money on the game before I went free to play. But the fact of the matter is, even though I'm not involved with GBL, it's Niantic's sleazy business practices when it comes to the GBL fan base and just their fans in general that has caused me to go free to play. And I feel like a lot of people could get behind that if you if if those if certain you know just content creators or even anyone can mm-hmm. just pull back that curtain and like expose to the other you know how whatever percentage of fan base isn't playing GBL what's actually going on there. Well, for for people like you who are, are collecting shinies and whatnot, you guys still get fucked by Niantic all the time because they're like, well, here's shiny Dino in eggs. Oh my god, oh, shiny yeah, Dino does not oh exist. And it's they, a myth. They don't release the they don't release the hatch rates. They don't release the shiny rates. It's a complete right. lottery system, you know. It is exactly. well, blind lottery exactly. system. But yeah, that was just that was just my point. Is and and I totally agree with you. We get screwed too, yeah. and I just want because if you look at like content creators who just collect the Pokemon and just do the events, they have so many more viewers than even yep. the highest mm-hmm. viewed GBL channel. Very true. Just like we need to reach those people as well. Because if we can just get GBL and the main, you know, just collector fan base together and say, hey, Niantic, what you're doing is wrong. Your business practices are not okay. Then, you know, I think we could really get the ball rolling. It's just a matter of getting that community together and getting them to 
actually do something. All right, so Shrady and Jeeves, we spent a lot of time talking about the state of the game, which has been so much fun. It's like it's like venting to us. It's like a therapist almost. Um, yeah. <laughs> or, or a best friend, because that's what we are now. We're best friends. I'm invited to your wedding, and uh, I will set the whole thing up. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, Pokemon-themed invitation. You guys, you guys, uh, you make a, a lot of effort in your channel to talk about mental health and mental health awareness so I kind of wanted to just, uh, you know, g- give you the spotlight here and and let you talk. We've talked about how it relates to the game, but I know it's it's a big thing in your personal lives as well. Correct? Correct. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say say if there's anything you want to say about mental health or mental health awareness, feel free. First things first, we want everyone who is struggling with mental health issues to know: a) they are not alone, and b) there are resources out there for you. I mean, if you can have access to the internet anywhere, at a library or anywhere, there are resources, there are phone numbers you can call, there are resources out there for you. And um, we actually are going to put a few of those up on uh, the video that we're releasing today. But we just don't want anyone to be afraid to ask for help. And I know, like, personally, growing up in my household, mental health did not exist in my household. It was not a thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was very afraid to ask for help from anyone because I didn't think anyone would help. But there are people, you know, if you're going to school, there's school counselors. Sometimes they even have therapy sessions at school. I, I saw uh, a therapist at my own school. You know, there are resources out there for anyone who is struggling. And I don't want anyone to be afraid to look for those or ask for help or feel ashamed or anything. You know, just mm-hmm. do what is going to make you happy. Right. And I think um, as someone who has suffered from mental illness my whole life, um, there's a huge stigma around it where, um, like Jeeves was saying, and her family, like she wasn't allowed to have a mental health illness, even though like that's not something she could control. And in my household, it wasn't really something that was ever talked about until I started having these like panic attacks that would result in like really bad psychotic episodes. And it it got really bad when I was like 15. And eventually I I realized that like, hey, uh, there are things I can do about this, you know, but I was so afraid to talk about it for the longest time that I just sucked it up. I dealt with it. And then eventually, you know, when I got, you know, into my 20s, I, saw, I started seeing a, a psychotherapist and uh, was diagnosed with uh, major depressive disorder, panic disorder, with agoraphobia, you know, all different kinds of things. And then even most recently in 2016, I had, um, uh, I, I was in the hospital in the ICU and I almost died. And because of that, I suffer from PTSD. And so since then, it's I, I really want to normalize the idea mm-hmm. that having a mental health illness is not abnormal. Like, I, I want people to know that, hey, if you have PTSD, if you have schizophrenia, if you have like schizoid or DDS, whatever you have or whatever you might have, it's okay. And there are right. resources that can help you. And we want to normalize the conversation around it. Like a lot of people, if you say, hey, you know, like, I know people I have told that I have bipolar disorder, major depressive disorder, whatever, you know, they get uncomfortable. Hmm. Right. They yeah. get very uncomfortable. And and we, we want to normalize this conversation, you know, we and we we're hoping to not only reduce the stigma, 
but you know, to help try to educate people as well, you know, and, and normalize this conversation so that, you know, if you're, if one of your friends comes up to you and says, Hey, I'm having a hard time. And, you know, I, I was diagnosed with depression or something, mm -hmm. you know, like that way you can be a support system for them. Cause right. I know right. like I would not be here today without my support system, which is my mom, my best friend and Shrady. Absolutely. I would not be here today without them. Yeah, and I can say the exact same thing about uh, me and Jeeves. I, I wouldn't be here without her. Uh, we met kind of like at the perfect time. We were both going mm -hmm. through some stuff. And um, because of our meeting, we actually were able to work together and to help each other build our mental health up, you know? Right. So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of mental health issues. Right. Be there for them as best you can. And it's very important that, you know, Educate yourself about it, you know, because, you know, you might have a mental health issue. Someone you know might have a mental health issue. And it's important to know how to be there for them or how to take care of yourself. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say this because um, I have been dating somebody now for the last two years and she's very big into the mental health um, conversation as you guys are. And I, I view myself as somebody... I'm not mentally strong, but just I I, I just uh, you know I feel like I handle things well and and I know how to carp, um, compartmentalize and 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 to handle things. But it's been a struggle for me, somebody who doesn't deal with a lot of mental health issues, at least that I know of, mm -hmm. to to I don't, for lack of a better term, acquiesce to somebody who does right. So yeah. how can I? Um, just be a better, not, not even a better boyfriend, but a better listener, a better supporter of somebody, um, who does, who does have a lot of mental health, not issues, but, um, just, uh, what's the right word? Cause it's not, it's not issues. She struggles? just, yeah, struggles, mental health struggles. And, and she's aware of it and she makes me aware of it. And sometimes because I can't relate to it, I don't understand. So as some, somebody who is, you know, in a partnership where you guys can relate to each other on these things. I can't relate to my girlfriend with these things, but we, we've, we found that we find a way by making sure that we sit down and communicate. But I feel like there are things that I can do better as a, a boyfriend, a partner and a friend to just be there more for somebody who does go through these things, even if I don't go through them myself. Yeah, I can definitely say just um, because Jeeves has bipolar type one and I cannot really relate to that because I've never, I mean, I've had similar experiences, but not anything like what she deals with. Mm -hmm. And I know that the best way that I can be there for her is just to listen to her and not try to play her therapist, but just to sit down and listen to her and let her talk. And right. usually that's what she needs. Sometimes, sometimes I do need your help. Like, you know, yeah. sometimes I do need you to say something to cheer me up yeah. or to help ground me when I'm having a manic episode or whatever, you know. But the biggest thing I would say, you know, and I will preach this over and over again is to, you know, I would say read a lot about the mental oh, yeah. health struggles. Read a lot about yeah. it. Become familiar with it and start having conversations about it. Just, you, you know, your girlfriend doesn't have to be having a specific doesn't have to be having a struggle at the moment for you guys to talk about it, you know? Yeah, that's right. And 
And so talking to her about it and, you know, maybe just ask her, like, how can I better help you? You know, how, how can I better be there for you? How can I better support you? Those are very important things because uh, I know Shreddy for a long time, um, for a long time, uh, was basically trying to be my therapist anytime I talked to him. And I had to tell him, you know, look, I will ask for your help if I need your help. But sometimes I just need you to listen. Right. Yeah. And so it's. I think that's something with men where we have this innate thing in our brain that's like, oh, we have to fix this problem. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, that's oh, me. my that, girlfriend's that's having me. a problem. That's me. Right. We yes. got to fix this. We got to fix this. Right. That's but it's not always about that. Right. At the end of the day, most of the time when it comes to mental health things, uh, there's, you, no fixing it. there's no fixing it. But well, I, would, I wouldn't say there's no fixing it, but I, I will say that there's no you can't just go in there and be like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to tackle this problem for you and everything's going to be okay afterwards. Like that, that just doesn't exist. There's no Pokemon but, center for this. Right. <laughs> but just being there and always being available to talk to and just to listen and it's also, supportive. yeah. And also like Jeeve said, um, to, to become educated on, um, you know, whatever mental health struggles she deals with. Um, because I think that's very important as well, because I know that, um, really doesn't matter what mental health issue you have, you know, anything from schizophrenia to bipolar, just to depression or anxiety, um, medication and therapy together has been proven to be the best, you know, uh, fix for those kinds of things. And your therapist and psychiatrist, at least everyone I've been to will always ask you, do you have a support system? Right. Who is your support system? You know, so it's just best to be as supportive as you can and, and just to normalize the conversation. And like I said, have conversations even when she's not having the struggles just so you can try to better understand. Well, it's, yeah. it's, 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 um, it's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's perfect. It sounds great. It's, it's definitely one of those things you're talking about communication and that's probably one of the biggest thing is, is having not, ov mm -hmm. not only open communication, but constant communication and being willing to, like you're mentioning, listen, um, just sit down and and just let everything sink in and not necessarily throw your own thoughts into it because that could sometimes trigger um, whatever issue that um, that person may have. And that's one of the things like you're, you're mentioning, Jesus, is to read and understand because there's um, similar stuff that goes through my family as well, too. And that was probably one of the biggest things we had to do is take 10 steps back do our research and find ways to alleviate the person um, to get to that point where it's too hard to control. So it's it's like you're mentioning, I guess maybe the best way you're not going to never fix a person. We're never perfect. All yeah. of us have an right. underlining something that we can always work and improve on, but it's making sure that we're on the road and we're, we're, we're moving in the right direction. If someone's getting off the beaten path just a little bit is to correct that that habit or whatever emotion that they may get to that point where it's too much and just steer them right back into the road and just keep moving on forward. It's a journey. It's basically what it is. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I want to mention, you know, who actually taught me all this stuff? It wasn't Shreddy, you know, it wasn't me, but there are two very young girls that I am related to and they are both on the spectrum. They have autism and there is no way I could understand that. Mm-hmm. And what I did, you know, like you said, I just, I read about it. I read as much as I could. Everything I could get my hands on, I read about it. And I taught them sign language so that they could communicate with me, hmm. you know. 
it's like you said, just communication, education, and support. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. And I think that's when we were, you know, kind of realizing that they might be on the spectrum. That was the very first thing I did. I remember I pulled out my phone and I just was like, okay, let's look at, you know, symptoms of of autism and see what's going on here. And then, you know, when they would have meltdowns, we'd have a better idea of how to deal with that instead of, you know, it, it, an autistic child having a meltdown it can be very very intense yeah and very very scary yeah um so knowing how to deal with that and knowing how to teach them how to cope is very important and right. and that's just one mental health issue and I think but it's I just I think those girls have taught us a lot in that yeah in that area so. it's totally uh, it's 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 uh, I think the best way to sum up is basically when you do your research is to be proactive rather than reactive because reactive can yes. make things yes. much more damaging than than being proactive and Absolutely. and I I completely agree yeah. and like you're mentioning too is the fact that in in I mean, this is just part of life, but, you know, having um, issues or not, I mean, it's it's always a journey because when you're always helping others, you're always helping yourself. And, and it's a it's a two way street in that sense. I don't want to say just two way yeah. street, but it's just yes. a way of understanding yourself in the process as as much as you're helping with someone else. And because someone Absolutely. may have X, Y and Z, um, you know, you you open up the doors to just helping people out and, and just becoming better people at the end of the day and building a, a better right. support system. Amen. So, yeah, Amen. totally agree to, to put a bow on this whole thing. I, you know, I, I said that I'm, I, I feel like I've got a good head on my shoulders in terms of, you know, dealing with things and whatnot. But one of the things that helps me just continue on about my day is not only the game of Pokemon go, but it's, it, it, this is how I found Shrady. It's how I found Zionic. I, I I searched out this whatever made me feel good, and, and just watch right. it for fifteen twenty minutes a day. I usually Shrady watch your videos or Home Slice or Zionic or a bevy of other content creators right around lunchtime. I my, I can make my own schedule in life, so I I do work in the morning. I do work in the afternoon, so my lunchtime is kind of my time. And you know, watching your channel, Shrady has made me laugh a lot and just made me be like, huh, life ain't so bad, man. You know, <laughs> it's, it's pretty good. Oh so. man. I, I gotta say like, and, and I'm like very grateful that you enjoy my channel that much. I, but I just know, um, the reason I had that dream to become a content creator was because before I met Jeeves, I had a long period from 2016 after the accident in the hospital up until, I mean, it felt like a very long period up until like 2018 or 2019, where I was so depressed and my anxiety was to a point where my agoraphobia kept me locked in my house uh, and and very, very afraid to go outside. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the way I coped with it was by watching content creators. And so like people like I don't know if you've ever heard of Call Me Kevin, but he's like a gaming yep. YouTuber and and Jacksepticeye and, and all those people. They became like nice. my friends, you know, because I had I was so alone and so just depressed. And yeah, Jeeves had a very similar experience. And so that's why I was like, I want to be that, you know, I want to I want to make people laugh. I want to uh, entertain people, you know, because I know that that's kind of what kept me alive for a long time before I finally got the help that I needed. Uh, was just content creation and, you know, watching that kind of stuff. I want to say one more thing. It is very important 
to take time for your mental health, even if it's 15, 20 minutes a day. Like like you said, you know, we're we work on YouTube. We can make our own schedule, but we've learned from you know, working ourselves into the dirt and burning out. Oh, yeah. You Getting have burned to out. take those mental health breaks. You have to take those mental health breaks. Yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, just to, to kind of bring this full circle, if you haven't seen Trady on YouTube, please do yourself the <laughs> favor. It's going to make you laugh. It's yep. going to make you laugh. I, I laugh Thank you. so I much. That. So much watching. Listen, when Dom and I, this is, again, this is our 18th episode. And when we sat down, to do this podcast, we set a couple of parameters. We want it to be the like a talk show version of a Pokemon Go podcast, and we want to feature other people that talk about the game. We want to talk about what other people are talking about the game. We don't just want to give our opinions. We want to get to know Boygos and why yeah. he's so interested in the spice. We want to we we want to talk to Shrady and and find out you know, why you do the version of YouTube that you do and 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 get to know Jeeves a little bit because, listen, Jeeves is a part of the channel. Oh, yeah. We need oh, yeah. more Jeeves, man. Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> we need more Jeeves. Oh, so, you see um, me. I'm just not there. I'm the editor. <laughs> I, I, I keep, I, I'm not, not going to lie. I love when it's just like you hear Jeeves in the background like... <laughs> Yeah, that's my favorite too. <laughs> I'm like, there she is. There she is. There she is. It's great. It's great. So do yourself the favor. Go to YouTube. Check out Trady's channel. Uh, Pokemon Go content is at Trady Pogo on YouTube. And then your gaming channel is uh, Trady Gaming on YouTube. And you have another channel coming up, you said as well, right? Yes, it is yeah. called Trady and Jeeves. I don't know if you'll find it if you search for it because we don't have any videos on it yet. But that's going to be our commentary channel. That we do yep. it together. Yep. We'll be doing and that then, soon. And then also on Twitter at Shrady YT. Shrady, listen, uh, Shrady and Jeeves, I should say, listen, uh, again, this is probably going to be our longest episode ever uh, because we've had so <laughs> much, so much. No, no, we, we try to keep it to like an hour, hour and a half, but we've gone almost two hours and it's because we've had such good dialogue. Yeah. That's a, that's a good problem to have. That's a good yeah. problem to have is oh, when you have too much you. content. So We really well, appreciate no, you guys absolutely. having us on. Um, we, yeah, we appreciate you having us on. And I have definitely, this has been a great conversation for me to have as well. Just talking to you guys has been great. Yes, we're gonna. We're definitely gonna reach out to you in the future, and we will also, or at least I will plan your wedding for you. All right. Uh -oh. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh -oh. Better than Snorlax cake, though. All right, Shrady. Oh, that Snorlax cake. <laughs> uh, just love, love this kind of dialogue and content. This is why Dom, I, I reached out to you to do this podcast. This is what we want to do. We want to do bigger, better. Uh, you know, we we want to talk about Pokemon Go, but we want to relate it to life. And we talked about this with Daniel Zaniri about traveling and, and getting to know people and having these experiences. And, and this is exactly what we're talking about. So I just can't thank Shrady and Jeeves enough. I really, really appreciate having you guys on. It, it's been great. I mean, I love the conversation. I mean, this has probably been our chillest episode that we've had in well, it's only been 18 episodes, but still, <laughs> it's been it's been really chill. I mean, I'm looking forward to our next episode together. Yeah. All right, that's gonna do it for us. We'll talk to you guys next week here on the Go Battlecast podcast. See you guys later. Thanks for catching an episode of Go Battlecast. To catch them all, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. For more information, check out Go Battlecast on Twitter to connect with Zach and Dom. We'll see you next time.